What is up, DMV basketball fans? Welcome to another Believe in DMV Hoops. I got a great one here for you today. I've got James Bishop the Fourth of George Washington basketball. Uh, James, you're honestly one of the most fun watches in college basketball this year. I've really enjoyed it as a basketball fan. So uh, you're having a great start of the year. Just seems like the fun team to be a part of. I guess, uh, how's the season been so far for you? Well, first of all, thank you. Uh, appreciate that compliment. Um, I feel great. Uh, I feel good about our team. Um, got a lot of new guys, but... Uh, I think we're starting to really gel and um, really get well playing with each other. And um, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, before we get too far into it, I got to knock an ad read out for us here. Uh, I've got to get a betting one out of here. So as a student athlete, obviously you're not hearing this part. So everybody cool. else on the team uh, tune this one out here too. So yeah. bet online is the number one source for all your betting needs. Uh, get the latest odds, lines and match reports for baseball, boxing, UFC, golf. You can even bet on the in-season tournament that the NBA had going on. It's the number one. A uh, place to put all your wagers in, including live betting, your favorite casino and card games. And you can do it right from your uh, phone or your mobile device. Head to the website today and use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Okay, so mentioned connectiveness here. Uh, you got to be a connected team to pull out a couple close games like this. And uh, the one against Navy the other night, man, that was a stressful one to watch. What was that like to be a part of? Um, you know, I'm just happy we got the win. Uh, Navy's a really good team. Um, yeah, they're really tough. Team. Yeah, really tough. Uh, really strong. Um, they're really disciplined too. So, uh, you know, we just had to dig deep. Uh, coming into the game, we knew it was gonna be a tough one. Uh, coach was, you know, letting us know that. And then, um, you know, once it goes into overtime, you know, coaching you know, some of the players we've been there before uh, mm. for last year. So, you know, we're kind of calm and um, just ready to go and play a five minute game and uh, get the win. And uh, that's what happened. Obviously, one of the older players on the team here, right? The most experienced, and uh, you have a few younger teammates that haven't played a ton in those kind of situations. So, are you saying that anything to any of these guys in the huddles or out on the court out there to try to calm them down and, and keep them focused? Oh yeah, just uh, tell everybody uh, just focus on what we got in front of us. Uh, mm-hmm. Try to leave what happened in regulation and regulation. Um, sure. Really worry about the, the five minutes, the five minutes that we had to win the game. Um, I think that's my biggest message is just uh, you know, showing it with my my own play and. Uh, trying to make good sound decisions uh, coming down the stretch. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, for anyone who didn't see this one, uh, George Washington beat Navy ni- uh, 79 to 77 on Tuesday night. It was uh, as exciting as it sounds uh, to watch, but you guys were down 72, 71, and you had an incredible and one uh, just to, to put the team ahead and then had another tough drive immediately after that. A nice lefty layup to go up 76, 72, made uh, three out of four free throws down the stretch there. Uh, just, How's it feel to come up clutch for your team like that? I mean, I got to think that's that's a cool feeling to be able to set the tone and, and make some of those big plays. Yeah, it feels great. And I think it just starts with uh, a lot of trust from the coaches and my teammates to, uh, to be in those positions and make those plays and uh, had an opportunity to do things like that. So uh, it feels great to come down the stretch and make some big plays. But you know, there's a lot of big plays that uh, a lot of my teammates made too. Uh, yeah. Stretch with a lot of blocks. Uh, June down the stretch to get into the lane. Uh, he was actually the one that tied it up for us at the end of regulation. So, you know, it's always good to, you know, also have a lot of other guys making big plays and then you know, for me to make some big plays is great. You mentioned the big fella. I think we're rolling with this predator nickname now here. Uh, you I know, just had, out about them today. yeah, it's it. a pr- pretty cool graphic. Um, yeah. Is anyone in the locker room using that yet? Oh, the nickname? Yeah. Yeah, it was floating around all day, all day today. I love that. <laughs> from everybody from the staff and the players, everybody's, everybody's kind of running with it now. That's cool. Uh, he said the GW record for most blocks yeah. in a game. How does that help you or free you up to kind of be more aggressive defensively if you know you've got this guy behind you that can clean up a lot of that stuff? 
uh, coaches always tell us uh, having a stretch down there really allows the guards to pressure the ball and, uh, you know, make some mistakes and uh, mm-hmm. not gamble, but take some chances on the ball and uh, sure. be more aggressive, like you were saying. And uh, to have somebody that like that, it's, uh, it's a really it's a really big safety net for everybody. And uh, he just cleans up so many mistakes. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy, actually. That, that's great, too. I never played with a big like that, honestly. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have, man. I mean, he yeah. was he was all over the place, and yeah. I I give the Navy guys credit because they were they were still trying to take it to the hoop and go at him. That's that takes a lot of confidence to get swatted a couple times into the tenth row and still want to go at somebody like that. Yeah, they, they were a really aggressive team. Uh, from the outside looking in, like I mentioned, it, it seems like you guys are are really locked in, and you have a couple new pieces playing bigger roles this year. Uh, somebody like Garrett probably takes a little pressure off you guys too. I guess that's what the vibe looks like from the outside. Is is that really what it's like in the locker room there? Like, is this a locked in connected team? Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, we spent a lot of time in the summertime and in the fall, really getting to know each other, really getting to um, know each other's games and just know each other on and off the floor. And uh, I think what you're seeing now is just all of that work and um, time spent coming together. And um, we're able to pull out these close wins and, uh, you know, having a, a good record so far. So I think, yeah, the connectedness is definitely real. Uh, for Garrett, that's somebody that's obviously gotten a lot of attention so far this year with his story and also how he's played. But he was on this podcast a couple weeks ago and mentioned just, you know, how you guys have been really supportive of him and, and nobody's kind of taken that attention he's gotten personally or anything like that. You know, that that's a great sign. I know that doesn't happen on, on every team. And, and you're a guy that gets a lot of attention. So it's, I think you set the tone for a lot of those things, too, where, you know, if you guys are happy for him, that that makes it that much easier, I'd imagine. Yeah, I think just hearing his story and um and then just being around him and seeing how he works and seeing how he take care of his body and you know the dedication that he has to the game um and just being actually just a good friend a good friend of ours and uh, somebody that we love you know you're always happy to see somebody that you love um, doing well so you know I love that since he's getting you know it's well deserved he's playing really well um he's doing really big things for us so we're really happy for him. That's awesome. Uh. You can obviously score with the best of them. You don't average around 20 points a game for four straight years without being able to do it. But you can also like really set your teammates up here too. And I think you don't average five assists a game by accident. So I don't know. I feel like I I even tweeted the show out and talked about your scoring. But do you feel like people sleep on you as a facilitator? Because you draw so much attention, but but you're also making high level reads. It's not just like handing it off to guys. So how, how do you talk about your own facilitation, I guess? Uh, yeah, I think it's a little underrated. I think um, I think because I score the ball, that you know that's what people focus on. You know, when come points up, and I understand it, but I, th- I definitely think my my playmaking is underrated. Uh, I spent a lot of time uh, working on that, uh, watching a lot of film, um, studying coverages, getting with coaches, getting you know my trainer, my brother, um, really focusing on that. So, you no, know, I think it's I think it's a underrated part of my game, and that's okay because you know then if everyone's sleeping on it, then we, you know when we play then. I'll be making plays and other team won't be expecting us I got to think these other teams are noticing it if they're doing their homework on the scouting <laughs> yeah. reports stuff. So Yeah, they probably are now, yeah. Uh, that's been cool to see. And obviously you guys dropped one down in the Bahamas, but still had a really good run against some good teams. Obviously uh, you went in third place game against a really good Delaware team after being down early in 81-71 win. Uh, you were named to the all-tournament team for your performance there. want to get to that in a second, but just first – What's it like to be a college athlete playing down in a tournament in the Bahamas? You know, like the ballrooms look kind of weird, like sighting lines and things like that, I guess. But also, do you get to have any fun while you're down there? What's that experience like? 
So yeah, we got there a couple of days early, so we had some time to uh, relax and uh, enjoy the resort for sure. Um, but it was great. It was, a, it was an amazing time. I think it was a good time for us as a team too. Uh, sure. Spend time away from yeah, bond a little. Um, spend some time away from DW. Um, so it was, a, it was a great trip. Uh, a lot of the coaches' families and things were down there too, and uh, a lot of our families were down there. So it was a it was a really good time. It was fun. Very cool. Uh, so like I mentioned, part of the all tournament team there. Game high, 28 points of 10 to 16 shooting. And you tied the event record with 78 points. Uh, pretty incredible. I, I guess, what would about the Bahamas like led you to have such a, a good tournament? Like, is it you just feeling the gym, feeling uh, the matchups? Like, how, how did it work out for you so well? Uh, I think it's just uh, just a preparation, uh, being ready for you know, these type of moments. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, I remember last year when we went to the Hawaii trip and uh, we dropped out three games. So, you know, I was super locked in and uh, – you know, just didn't want that to happen again. Uh, and uh, just having good teammates and uh, talented guys around you, you know, they open up a lot. Uh, June had a really good weekend, a week down there. Uh, Max had a really good week, Garrett. Uh, so having those guys playing at a really high level, it opens me up to, uh, you know, be more efficient, go 10 for 16 uh, mm-hmm. when you're getting more open looks and things like that, you know, with better guys on the floor. So, yeah. Seems like one of those kind of like self-fulfilling prophecy things almost, right? When you have more help around you, you can be more efficient. But when you're more efficient, it opens more things up for those guys. And it, it seems like you kind of, you all help each other out in that regard. Yeah, it all, work, it all works together for sure. Uh, we had Coach Caputo on the show here before the season and mentioned that, you know, some of these preseason guides had you guys kind of in the middle of the A-10. I think you're, didn't surprise us talking to him beforehand, but it seems like it surprised uh, some of these people when they come out with their rankings. You guys are seven and two so far, and you've looked the part of a seven and two team. If you know, if not even a, a little better here, I guess. Did you guys see this coming? Like, did you kind of know in the summer with this group that like you guys were going to be this kind of team? Uh, yeah, I think uh, you know once everybody gets down here for the summertime and you start seeing how the, the talent stacks up and uh, mm-hmm. the type of pieces that we have on the team, uh, I think you're seeing like, oh yeah, we could definitely be something special. Uh, and do some really good things, and, you know. But then, you know, in college basketball, everything's about how you gel and um, how the team works together. And I think um, in the fall, we really did a good job of, you know, fitting in everybody and um, really just getting to know each other, each other's court tendencies and different things like that. So we're able to play together really well. But I think from a talent standpoint, we we always knew what we had in the summertime. You obviously transferred yourself early in your career from from LSU to, to GW and. Seems like you like GW. Have been there the last couple of years and, and stayed at home. But in this transfer portal era, where there is a lot of movement, has that made it tougher the last couple of years to gel as a team, or is it you just have to have the right kind of guys? Like, I guess what's that been like for you, kind of seeing the different iterations of this team? I think it's a combination of having the right guys. And uh, I mean, of course, it's a little tougher. Yeah, you know, it's a lot of rollover every year. Um, but Coach Caputo did a really good job of just bringing in really good guys, uh, mm-hmm. like people first. You know, then good basketball players. So. It made it easy to you know, kind of get connected with these dudes because you know, they're good people. And, uh, you know, we got good people around. It makes it easier to, for everything to work out. Obviously, you're one of the veteran leaders of this team. And like I mentioned, you you also transferred. Are you able to kind of help na- these guys navigate what that's like and how to, you know, find success in a new place and, and work through that? Yeah, I think uh, just from um, I'm just seeing me and uh, seeing some of the success I've had here. Uh, I think it could work as a little guy and um, just trying to show up every day and just, you know, just give them little uh, tidbits here and there on uh, how I was able to adjust and how I was able to match myself and uh, have success at this level. 
coach just seems like a fun guy to play for. I mean, like he just, he's, he's always energetic and, and kind of like a, just a good vibe about him. I guess, what's it like to actually play for him? Is that, is that a fair representation? Yeah, it's super fair. Uh, he's a great coach. Uh, definitely really fun to be around. Uh, he gives the guys a lot of freedom to uh, play with the ball and make plays. And, uh, you know, he just asks us to you know, play really hard and uh, give it everything we got. And, uh, and he lives with the results. So, you know, it's just really fun playing with a coach like that. Um, he makes, he makes the game a lot more fun, uh, makes it a lot easier for us. Uh, I think everybody will say the same thing. You know, they really enjoy playing for one. That's awesome. Uh, just I don't need you to talk too much about this piece. I just want to throw it out there. I do a lot of NBA draft coverage for one of the local Wizards blogs, and you're a name that I don't see out there a good amount for some of this draft stuff. But to me, who wouldn't want a guard that can both score 20 points in a game or get five, 10 assists? It just seems like kind of a no brainer to me that, that people are sleeping on you a little bit in that regard. Is, is that something you think about, or are you just so locked in on the season that what happens after this is kind of off the radar for now? Yeah, it's kind of off the radar. I just try to keep my, my, my mind where I'm at. Um, I know that if I uh, focus on where I'm at right now and uh, continue to play at the level that I'm playing at, uh, continue to win games and be a great teammate and great leader that, you know, those things after the season will kind of work out itself. But, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to stay focused on the season right now. Gotcha. Don't want to get too far ahead of myself. I hope my local team here, the Wizards, are, are driving down the street to check you guys out too because uh, be in their best interest as well. So uh, a couple sure. rapid-fire questions just to wrap us up here. Uh, which teammate, when they get the, uh, the, the opportunity to play their music in the locker room, who, who has the worst music? There's always one guy that when they play their music, everybody groans. So I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. But is, is there somebody where everybody's uh, kind of nervous when they get to play their stuff? Nervous, definitely like Keegan, for sure. Okay. Harvey, for sure, because he has a different music taste. Okay. He listens to people that I, I really don't know who it is, honestly. Okay, what what style of music is it? It's kind of like uh, a lot of like rock. Okay. Rock and roll, like hard rock music. Old school stuff or kind of new? I think so. Okay. I, I think one one of the, I don't know, is Pink Panther like a band or something? Uh, Pink Floyd, maybe? Maybe that's what it is, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's he's got the old school kind of jam bands going there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's those guys, though, yeah. It's always one of those guys, man. It's like that's not the vibe for a basketball locker room. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so, what's one thing about you that people that follow the team or listen to this, even some of your friends and family, might not know that you don't mind sharing on the podcast here? Just for examples, uh, Coach said he's big into JFK conspiracies. He loves the JFK. Yeah, he loves it. Okay, so you guys know that about him at least. And then uh, Garrett said he likes to to watch Disney movies when he gets back to uh, back to his room after the fact. Yeah. All right. I got probably. Um. I would say I definitely watch Disney every day. So I'm okay. a big. Yeah, I watch. So I watch Sweet Life is Zack Toy every single day. All that. That's your go-to. Yeah, my go-to. I watch it every day. Okay. And I would say. I got into crocheting a little bit like last year too. So oh, I feel like cool. a lot of people, more people know that now. But yeah. Really any cool. specialty, like making any particular thing? So I'm not like an expert or anything, but like sure. I can do a little something, like a blanket or something. Like that. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know why I like to make potholders sometimes. So yeah, uh, just a cool style. Yeah. That's cool. I was going to ask uh, any hidden talents, but I think that's a pretty good hidden talent. Yeah. 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 That's what I would say. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity, why number 11? Any special significance there? Um, no, so I was always number 10 in high school, mm-hmm. but then when I got to GW, 
uh, Jamison Battle had 10. Okay. So then I just chose 11. That was like the next best number that I, I, I wanted. But then, like now, now, huh? You want to one up him? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It's just the next best number, honestly. But now, now I'm really like 11. That's my favorite number now. That's cool. Uh, for somebody who hasn't seen GW play this year, or more specifically, hasn't been out to a game in person, what's the sales pitch? What are they missing out on? Why should they come out and check uh, check out the team? Uh, they definitely missing out on a lot of excitement. Uh, we got a lot of talent, a lot of talented guys on the team that can do many different things on the floor. So you know, you be watching a fast paced team that gets up and down. Um, a lot of shot making ability, a lot of playmaking ability, and just a, a unselfish team. You know, who loves playing with each other. Toughest guy you've had to cover or toughest the guy who does the best job covering you that you can think of? Uh, I would say the toughest guy to cover probably is definitely Eric Reynolds. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, he, he's, he's super tough. Okay, I like that. Uh, and just anyone you want to shout out that's listening to this, any guys, uh, people with the program or anything like that, any unsung heroes that, that don't get much love? Um. I would I would shout out my brother for sure. That's awesome. Cause he uh he always makes it down to GW every single day and uh works me out and uh spends a lot of time down here. So definitely shout out to my brother. Older brother? Yep. That's a good older brother. Yeah, shout out to you, man. Okay, very cool. Uh and then just I, I'm not familiar with any, but any social media handles that you have that people should be following to keep uh, plugged in here along the way? So I don't have social media. Okay. So nah, no social media that comes from me. It's a, it's a little rare for somebody in your age group and dynamic. Is that a, like an intentional choice just to keep tuning yeah. out the noise and stuff like that? Yeah, it, it definitely, it definitely was intentional uh, just to stay locked in and uh, be focused. It's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff that's going on on social media. So, sure. you know, especially during the season, I like to block the noise uh, that's a like a really healthy, mature decision. And if it wasn't for like promoting this podcast and stuff, I think I'd be there with you. Cause it's, uh, it's tough sometimes. Yeah, yeah, social media can be tough for sure. Any other things you do to kind of protect your mental health over the course of a long season here? Like, is it is it like the crocheting and things like that? Is that a way to yeah, kind of? Yeah, I think just uh, just trying to find time to, you know, be by myself and uh, be with my own thoughts and uh, just not moving so fast and doing a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff. Uh, the season itself is already pretty hectic, so sure. trying to find that time to you know relax and you know just chill. Love that. Uh, okay. Well, good luck against Coppin State here tomorrow. Uh, game is at home against 6 yep. p.m. Anything uh, you want to leave uh, revolutionary fan base here with uh, as a parting uh, shot before we close out? Uh, I would just say uh, I want to say I appreciate all the fans that have been you know, supporting the team and supporting the program and uh, just continue supporting. Uh, we got a lot of big things coming and uh, we're working really hard to you know, put a good product on the floor. So we appreciate all the love and support. All right, last question I got for you here, just as we end it. This is a DMV Hoops-focused podcast. We want to cover all the teams because I think the talent in this area especially is as good as anywhere in the country, if not the best. You've played people from all over the country, probably all over the world at this point. Uh, where does the DMV stack up with the best areas to play basketball? You got to be number one. There you go. You got to be number one, easily. <laughs> I've been playing at DMV my whole life. It's, it's, it's number one. I got the best basketball player. Easy. That's awesome. That's what I was hoping you would say, but I, yeah. I like hearing from you guys first. And if I'm wrong about that, you guys are the best nah, ones to tell me. You're 100% right on that. Uh, DMV got the best hoops. 
Very cool. Uh, James, thank you so much for doing this. Appreciate it. Good luck again tomorrow. Good luck the rest of the season and look forward to uh, keeping tabs on you guys along the way and, and following in. I'm, I'm looking to make it to a game here pretty soon myself. Appreciate you having me on there. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you guys know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. We're presented by betonline.ag, and we will catch you all next time.